Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Is he talking trash? No, it's just Scott being Scott. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, happy weekend. All appreciate you being here. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Inez Says podcast. You can find it most anywhere you get your podcast, including the WDBO app, WDBO.com, Spotify as well. All right. For those of you here in Orlando, Florida, I want to talk about a local story today. It's, it's a sports related story, but it certainly has crossover news appeal. And it's a story that has all of us, University of Central Florida alums, fans, backers, followers. This is about as low a blow as we can take. You talk about a gun punch. This is it. We found out earlier this week that Danny White the athletic director at UCF for the last six years had resigned to take the same job at the University of Tennessee. Now, under Danny White's direction, UCF's athletic program finally achieved the P word. And I'm talking about potential. I mean, that the potential that people have been talking about with this UCF program for decades, decades. Heck, ever since I started to follow UCF way back in 1980. Danny White took over an athletic program, and I don't want to say it was in disarray by any means, but he came in and did exactly what he needed to do to get UCF to realize that potential. He came in right away. He built relationships. He raised money. He raised awareness. He hired great coaches, i.e. Scott Frost and Josh Heupel and Johnny Dawkins. And under his direction, UCF's football team went from a laughingstock I mean, laughing stock. 0-11 to 6-7 and to the self-proclaimed national champions after a Peach Bowl win over Auburn the following year. And say what you want to say about that undefeated season that UCF had a couple of years ago. Say what you want about, you know, the, the national championship rings and the banner that flies over UCF football stadium. You know, all the chesty tweets coming from UCF fans and whatnot. Now, I, as a UCF alum, I never felt comfortable with that. But I tell you this, for the first time ever, UCF faithful were loud and proud. It was awesome to see. And that was Danny White's influence. That was all about Danny White's influence. And let's tell it like it is. I mean, forever, UCF has been kind of known as that you know, the little brother to the to the Gators in Gainesville, to the Hurricanes in Miami, to the Seminoles in Tallahassee. It was that little commuter school over there in East Orange County, right? And school spirit, forget about it. Forget about it. I mean, heck, I remember I, I went to UCF in the mid to late 80s, and I remember when I was a student on campus, there would be more Gator Seminole and even Bulldog t-shirts on campus than there would be Knights paraphernalia. I mean, UCF had forever been known as, as a sleeping giant that would always be slumbering. Well, thanks to Danny White, that ended. That ended. And I give Danny White a ton of credit because this one guy, this one guy I believe is responsible for awakening that slumbering giant. And with it, 
a fan base that went from being known as about as apathetic a college fan base could get to one of the most passionate and vociferous, if you will, in the entire nation. That's the thing that I'm going to remember most about Danny White, the AD here at UCF. That's it right there. I mean, we can talk about all the successes that he had on the field and on the court, fundraising, relationship building. But in the end, in the end, it's really the attitude that he brought to a university in desperate need of it. The pride factor that he brought. I do think Danny had to operate kind of out of character because Danny, you know, Danny's sort of an unassuming guy, kind of a quiet guy. I really don't think he ever imagined being this this maverick taking on the power five schools for the group of five schools, you know, a group of five that has struggled for relevance in the power five shadow. But that's what the job called for. And he did it really, really well. He challenged the power brokers of college athletics a few years ago in declaring UCF as a national champion. But more than that, he capitalized on that by giving UCF fans and alums something that we needed desperately at that point. And that is pride in our school, pride in the UCF brand. So more than anything, I think when we look at the legacy, the very short six-year legacy of Danny White at UCF, I think he gave us that pride. And I do believe that that will be Danny White's legacy at UCF. Now, I've heard from some UCF fans who are irate with Danny White. Even he has said, I have the best AD job in America. He said it many, many times at UCF. And the question that some people are asking is, okay, if it is the best AD job in America, a gig, by the way, that pays him over a million dollars a year here in Orlando, then why leave for a Tennessee program that is mired in a lot of SEC muck right now, man? A lot of muck up there in the wake of the firing of their football coach, Jeremy Pruitt, the retirement of their athletic director, Phil Fulmer. The UT football program is about to be smacked by the NCAA due to those recruiting violations that Pruitt was fired for. We're talking about multiple violations here. Tennessee has struggled in recent years in the SEC East, and those struggles, let me tell you something, they ain't going to end They're just going to get more pronounced in the next really handful of years with the handcuffs about to be placed on that Tennessee program. So why in the world, why in the world would Danny White want to step into a situation where really you have both hands tied behind your back? Now, I get it. You're in the big leagues. Okay, fine. You're in the SEC, Power 5 school. But why would you want to leave a really cushy gig here? I mean, heck, they may even put a statue up of Danny White before long. Why would you want to leave the quote-unquote best AD job in America for a job is going to come with not just challenges, not just challenges, but huge obstacles in the best college football conference in the nation? So I think that's a really good question. And it's a question that we UCF fans kind of in the recesses of our minds, even though we love Danny White, like, why, Danny? Why? Let's talk about the money. Maybe that's the reason why. Maybe there are 1.8 million reasons why Danny White is going to take this gig. Now, the money that Tennessee has thrown at Danny White is huge, huge. It's a deal that averages about $1.8 million annually. By the way, $1.8 million annually for an athletic director. 
It shows you just how out of whack college sports is today. But by the way, that's more than Greg Byrne is getting at the University of Alabama. That's more than Scott Strickland is being paid at the University of Florida. He's getting just under $1.1 mil a year. Matter of fact, in the research that I have done, it looks to me as if Danny White right now becomes the second highest paid athletic director in the entire country. Second only to Jack Swarbrick at Notre Dame, who is averaging about three mil a year. 1.8 mil a year, second highest salary for an athletic director in college sports. So to say that money had nothing to do with it, I I don't think Danny is going to convince anybody of that. Tennessee knew their backs were up against the wall and they threw a ton of money at Danny White and he said yes. But don't tell me that that money doesn't make the world go around. It does. Money is always a huge factor. But the thing about Danny White, and if I may put on my UCF hat again, the thing about Danny White is that I, I think the UCF faithful really did believe that this was a guy who bled black and gold. This was a guy who was being quite well at a group of five university over a mil a year, basically the same amount of money that Scott Strickland is making up in Gainesville. This is a guy who believes in this program, who believes in the power of UCF, who believes that he can get this program to that next level. That's what hurts. That's what hurts about this move because the way it appears is that Danny White is just throwing up his hands and saying, you know what? I fought City Hall. I know you guys love me for fighting City Hall. I can't be that maverick anymore because I can't win. I can't beat City Hall. Danny, for six years here in Orlando, has rightfully railed against the college football powers that be, the college athletic powers that be. He's rightfully railed against that City Hall. He's railed against all of them, against the unfair tiered system of college athletics. And now, and now, guess what? Luke Skywalker is going over to the dark side and becoming Darth Vader. Like, like that's what's really disappointing about this move. Danny has gone from Skywalker to Vader. And again, free country. The man can do anything he wants. And I think he's going to do really well eventually at the University of Tennessee. But in the end, it's as if he's just kind of throwing up his arms saying, I surrender for a man who never surrendered here in six years. You know, it's almost as if he's saying, okay, I fought the dark forces uh, of the Power Five and the good old boy network for six years. Sorry, I, I, I can't beat them, so I'm going to join them. That's the disappointing thing here for me. The fact that this guy, who was such a champion for UCF, a champion for the little guy, if you will, a dude who has told UCF brethren repeatedly, we can do this. We can be on par with the big boys. He's given up. He's given up. It looks like the big boys just wore him down. And the message to UCF fans is exactly what we thought it was always going to be, and that is we we just can't compete. And that's depressing. That's depressing. And it's sad because there's nothing minor league about UCF, about the university, about the campus, about the facilities, on and on, the athletic facilities, the TV market. There is nothing that says and screams minor league about UCF. And yet, and yet, with Danny White now headed to the University of Tennessee athletic program, a Tennessee program that is going to be hampered for years by oncoming NCAA restrictions, he's just kind of throwing in the white towel. That's depressing to me. Now, look, again, his legacy overall, unbelievable. 
You can't underestimate the impact of Danny White's departure from UCF. I applaud him for what he did for this university. This guy, I believe, was the most instrumental figure in UCF's athletic history. That's what I think about Danny White in his six-year tenure here in Orlando. But I can't help, I can't help but feel betrayed today. Betrayed by Danny White, who I think succumbed to the same forces that continue to keep their collective thumb down on UCF's athletic future. All right, that's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast today. Appreciate you being here. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.